Hey there, skips and skipperettes from all across the vast electronic wasteland known only as Internet Land. And welcome back to Tales from the Jungle Cruise. Well, I suppose first of all, welcome to all of our new listeners. Uh, We're really happy to have you on board, and we're excited to be taking this journey with you. There's lots and lots of great episodes to discover, and they can all be found at junglecruisecrews.podbean.com and over at Facebook at facebook.com slash junglecruisecrews. We also keep you up to date on the latest jungle news as well as vintage jungle and Disney photos and trivia. So what we have here is actually the second half of our interview with skippers Kevin Hall and skipper Mercedes Catamartori. As with any second half, I really recommend you go back and listen to the first half first and then the second half second. Uh, You're adults. You can figure it out. Now, we chat with them about the Jingle Cruise, their celebrity stories, uh, favorite jungle moments, and the strange fact that Mercedes had no idea what Kids in the Hall was. Oh, kids these days. And I keep spreading the jungle fever to all your friends and listen in every other Tuesday morning for new episodes and the rerun episode in the off weeks in between them. Well, thanks everyone for joining us at Tales from the Jungle Cruise. Uh, now we are on to the recently departed part two, Kungaloosh, everyone. favorite thing that either you brought or that you felt you could interpret or that, a joke that was just great I mean what was something that worked for you on the... so I only did that one year but the one joke that was my favorite was uh, you get to the front side of water and you sing deck the falls with folks I'm hauling fall la 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 and I thought it was hilarious and no one ever got it <laughs> ever not one person I think between the fact that the engine is roaring I just and... went way over everybody's head yeah well I think that when when words are too similarly sounding right. with all that ambient noise. I agree. It it, it can't, you know. <laughs> Again, people, then people just think that you're saying the actual song of right. Deck something the, that on paper was hysterical, but just didn't translate yeah. to the actual. Like attraction. what I think is really funny is I, I don't know who came up with it, but um, getting to the overturned jeep in the gorilla camp and saying I think someone should call it triple ape. The problem is is with it sounding so similar to a. And the fact that the engine is roaring and yeah. the, as you loud as the gorilla like, can't okay. is going, you just can't. The systems are always terrible. Right. Yeah, you know. yeah, you, you, you cannot have that come across as ape instead of a. And right. Yeah, I well, think that's, that's why the, one I mean, of those. the the Hanukkah joke is hysterical. The piranha one uh, with the oh crap, how does it go? Oh, it's it's piranha, the festival of bites. bites, which is which is great. That was brilliant. <laughs> and it always killed. Like that joke was was I, the best joke that we had. Yeah, I uh, the one that I I submitted was. Uh, you know, we only have enough uh, enough oil in the engine for a one-minute trip, but somehow I think I'll make it eight. That's good. I like that. That's clever. Yeah, it's Hanuk- oh, 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 oh. It's there a Hanukkah we go. joke. It's a Hanukkah okay. joke. Yes. <laughs> I, didn't, I saw that I didn't buffering understand. in your head. Yeah, like, it was uh, a little loading. skinny wheel, the, the rainbow wheel of death on the back. Um, no, that one. And there was there was several really good load jokes, um, but, you know, nobody's ever paying attention to those. So What? What? <laughs> Were you loading a boat? I wasn't paying attention. Uh, which, by the way, load and unload jokes are really for your loaders and oh, unloaders yeah. anyway. Yeah, that's, so. right. but that's, but, another, that's another thing. That nobody with, gets, with, we would always do bits. Gets. Nobody does bits anymore on the dock. Exactly. Like, that's what they miss. And is, the thing is about making... The most important time to make your bit separate from other skippers is load and unload because it's not the guests that the guests hear it once they get off and that's it it's the skippers on the dock that hear something for eight hours a day and that is that you you do all of the dock jokes it was the camaraderie the the fun the bits with your skippers I remember walking onto the dock and like just immediately somebody be like Mercedes was wrong and I'm like how did you know and like we just we were best friends you you got to work with your best friends all day every day and we would prank each other and we would do funny stuff that I don't know what happened but people started telling on each other and then it was like we stopped being able to do that and it stopped being fun and it stopped being the jungle cruise because it was no longer 
our skippers and, and you know, laying in the infirmary bed upstairs and hiding each other's hats or whatever, stupid stuff. But I, I don't right? know what you're talking about. Hiding parrots in the jungle cruise, <laughs> stuffed parrots, yeah. and just like cacawing across the jungle, whatever. It took me a long time to kind of put into like one sentence, how are older skippers different from the newer ones? And it was something that was like this nebulous thing. You all kind of have a feel for it, but like, what is exactly? And I realized that that all skippers take pride in being a skipper. Yes. But the ones who got it were the ones that also took pride in the operation, the yeah. whole thing. I mean, being safe, you know, loading, but the jokes, the the whole thing. Being able to listen for, I mean, you know, just you took your cues from the boats around you. We used to never have a spacing problem because. I would, you know, you're in the Cambodian shrine and you could hear the boat had just gone into the gorilla camp. You're like, cool, I can go to the elephants. Yeah, and it listening was just for show Something scenes. that in your head yep. was happening and you just took your cue. Sometimes you tell a few jokes more in the shrine to wait until the elephant pull or vice versa. And But the person also in front of you was listening like, oh, crap, I can hear the tiger. I better speed up. You know, it was just like a, it was a, a, a balance that everybody was listening and paying attention to each other. Awareness, so, yeah. Exactly, a, a big awareness. And nowadays, I don't know if anybody ever listens to what's going on around them. It's about them. It's like, it's the skipper show as opposed yeah. to... To the Jungle Cruise show, which was well, and, you know, you're saying the doc, doc jokes are for other skips. The problem is, is that that's also the place where uh, leader <laughs> managers can hear right. it. Yep. So you know, it's it's that uh, catch twenty two. If that's the place you want to be the funniest, right. and it's the most dangerous. Well, catch. but Q ten thirty p.m. Yeah. You know, that's again what was fun, and it goes back to the thing we don't have that anymore. And I mean, before I left, I can't remember the last time I took a deadhead, and before it was just like. Yeah. Deadheads were constant. Again, where you had all your well, fun. And, and that's, you know, that I think that's Dead it. skipper, ghost skipper. Oh, God. Oh, my God. <laughs> so much fun. I really think it's going to be... I mean, it's going to be a different animal forever because I don't foresee that they're ever going to... Uh, to not find ways to promote the resort. Now, let's just say, for example, that ticket sales go in the tank for some reason, which God knows it's not going to happen. Yeah. But let's say ticket sales went in the tank. They would just get the AP program back up again to buffer it, Mm -hmm. you know, and to hold it over. And then now that ticket sales are great, they're phasing some of the APs out. Mm -hmm. You know, Southern California is gone. They're making it so you can't uh, renew some of the passports. You know, if you you don't renew by the time it expires, you can't renew it again at the, you know, your old level. I mean, they really are, they're pushing it to try, I mean, I don't know, it's, it's, I guess it's a rich man's, you know, uh, burden mm. that at that point they, they have enough people. They can do whatever they want. Yeah. And third gate, once they open the third gate, it's going to be, you know, what even crazy. What is the third gate? The uh, Disneyland California Adventure and the third gate. It's basically the new park that... Oh, they're... Yeah. It's, they're I have a suspicion that, that by the, before the 60th, uh, and it is, it's, I don't want to say it's founded, but my suspicion is that they will announce that they're going to do something... Uh, either with the Marvel as a tie-in or something Star else. Wars. Well, yeah, and this, the whole question about whether Star Wars Land is going to be in Tomorrowland or whether it's going to go uh, somewhere else in the resort properties is a lot of questions that no one knows yet. Right. And I think that the 60th is when they're going to have to do it. And that's when they have to to make that announcement because the eyes are, are on them. Yeah, definitely. Um, but yeah, I mean, there's got to be a third gate. They've got to keep on expanding. There's limited property yeah. uh, you know, that's out there to do it. Um, and again, it's that whole like not having an off season thing. It's just it's just yeah. out of hand, and it's not really. It's well, almost but, not fun for anybody but anymore. Now, I mean, now let's look at the positives. <laughs> there are some positives, which is if you're trying to make a living there, you don't have to, and you're you know a mid seniority. Mm-hmm. There's enough hours during Hold the on. old off season. Hold on, because now things are different with the whole like with the whole uh, healthcare thing that yeah. you can't work more than 30 we have a, hours we have a, a we have a ton of people and now it's a huge problem because before it's a CR which is part time for those of you that don't know you could um, you could work 40 hours like call and pick up and get your 40 hours and live off of that and have no problem and you're full time essentially but you don't have benefits whatever they didn't care you just need the paycheck but now you physically cannot work more than 29.5 hours whatever it is or you know you just can't. So those people that were part time are, are screwed. They're literally screwed. They have to find another job or whatever. But unless they get actual full time uh, seniority or positioning, they can't work. Let me tell you of a magical time when I worked at the park where there was this thing called overtime. Yeah. Mm. And we got lots okay, of Okay, well, full time gets yeah. tons of overtime now yeah. because now because the they CRs. Because they have to. Right. Fill and the so full time yep. is pissed because they're like, whoa, these are way too many hours. And CRs are just like, we can't survive. 
it's a, it's like thrown yeah. the whole system off and you can't call in and pick up shifts really because then the scheduler's like oh that's going to put you over 35 seconds and you know it's it's a huge Although, problem i mean Confusing. a little bit to the company's credit i'm i'm not overly critical on that because well they have you, to it's not something that well, they well yeah but i mean do. also in the sense of more sort of the the whole term is that everyone wants to work at Disneyland and people are willing to work for whatever they can if it means right. that they're at Disney. Oh, absolutely. So they, well, but the, then there's the people that are the company, the company could have more people be full-time and spread the, whoa, way too many hours of full-time over more full-time people right. if they didn't have so many people just willing to work for anything. And it's like, you know... Yeah. Well, but there was a point where there were benefits available on a CR level. There are. I mean, there were there was ways to make that happen for people who were working a 30-hour average before. Right. And, you know, it's... Uh, you know, let's put it this way. Uh, Iger just got a $25 million bonus last year. But can he drive a boat? Yeah. yeah. And that really <laughs> but is... But can he dock a boat? Yeah. <laughs> Hold on. Yeah. That's... You know what I mean. You got me. <sighs> I, uh... Yeah, but Bob Iger also is the CEO of Disney, which is a position that I would never, ever in my life want what? to have. And he... Probably deserves that money. <laughs> like, yeah. we were having a weird discussion. Hate is gonna hate. Um, <laughs> we were having a weird discussion the other day when we realized that from now, yeah. from this point in history backwards to the start of the Eisner era, is longer than from Eisner to the start of Disneyland to the to the actual Walt era. There's been more time. Oh, that's weird. Yeah, isn't that I hate strange? that. <laughs> no. It's like more time between I hate it. Stegosaur and Tyrannosaurus than Tyrannosaurus and us. Yeah. <laughs> Why? Why? Oh, because. That was the worst, just, best analogy I've ever heard. But it wasn't the best worst. Yes. There we go. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, yeah, you're right. Okay. All right. <laughs> Speaking of docking boats, P.S. <laughs> I'm sorry. I loved docking the boats. I felt like such a badass. And having that taken away from me, I'm like, I still resent not being able yeah. to dock a boat. I would love to see I'm the people who had that luck. skill, the people who really had a skill at keeping the boats there. Yeah. There, there were people who you knew that were rock solid. so good. I remember it docking the helped, boat, changing helped. the volume, still spewing, like, like loading the gun, like all at the same time. It helped not and having the boat a current at the perfect. dock, though. Oh, yeah, but absolutely. To that point. I would love to see the attraction for one day where they, for one day, they take away the refurb just to say don't do the ropes just yeah just, well, to, see, my, just to see what on my happen. last day i asked to dock the boat and the lead said go for it and the skips that were at load were too new and too afraid to let me dock the boat and i was like just let me do it and they like tied the boat off and i was like no untie the boat and like we won't load people unless we tie the boat up i was like but the lead said i could and that was just all i wanted and i didn't get it and i'm still that's another thing is that there's no context when I when I mentioned uh, to a group of skippers, you know, oh, you know, it used to be that we just brought the boat up, you didn't tie it off, and everyone was like, oh my gosh, yeah, because that's safe, and I didn't say anything, but it was like, no, it will never, you can never remove the human element from it. Right. It will yeah. it will always need people who are paying attention. Yeah. Who are mindful. Going back to that pride in the operation. Yeah, because a boat of, in full throttle on the rope snaps is totally safe. Yeah. <laughs> well, the Columbia proved that. Yeah. Oh, oh God. <laughs> too soon. Wait, too soon? No, no, no. I wasn't there. Okay. So, <laughs> But that's still really sad. It's like talking about the Thunder accident. We just don't talk about it. It's uh, like Fight Club. Well, but you know. You yeah. just mentioned it. What are you doing? I don't know. I've never seen that movie. Is that Neither bad? Neither have I. Really? Yeah. yeah. Yes. I just saw The Goonies yesterday for the first time. I haven't seen that. Uh, what? It was really good. I actually really enjoyed it. I'm not it. saying it wasn't good. I just you haven't seen it yet. <laughs> there are so up. many movies I have not yeah, seen. I yeah, I suck at watching well, movies. Well, and that was the movie night thing where, we, you know, Skips would get together, oh, yeah. like, 15, 20 of us and go to someone's house and watch old oh, movies on a Saturday We would watch it at the Sunday. Opera House. That was really neat. That yeah. was a fun thing we would do. Uh, but, yeah, well, yeah, we still, I mean, our softball team. That's what we do. We, it's really Fantastic. an excuse to hang out with short boat skips, yep. Yep. Uh, which is the funniest name game or team name ever. My mom mentioned <laughs> political correctness yeah, is, is dead, alive and well. And <laughs> yeah, my mom would mention funny, outrageous names like that. Although I guess for a while, um, in like 08 or 09 or something, we tried to get for the canoe team. Um, we tried to get Jerry's kids, <laughs> but with a G. But yes, that wasn't. Yes. It that just wasn't, wasn't happening. No. Um, can we talk about favorite boats? Yes. Well, Do you guys have favorite boats? Well, I mean, the problem is, is that they, they would bring things through in refurbs. That's true. And my theory is that there's just an extra boat that is that they're always working on. And when they put it back in the river, they just switch the top plates. 
They just switched the name tags on oh, it. Oh, man. Oh, why did you even say that to me? Yeah, I know. Oh, you're going to... I don't know, though. blow your mind? I don't know, though. No, you're thing, destroying though, my magic But the thing, here. though, when the new... Whatever new boat came out, that became, like, everybody's favorite because it was a nice boat. Well, oh, that no, it's usually me, because though. before the engine went to shit and everyone ripped, ripped the throttle cables out. Right. And you could actually manage the noise and the speed until, like, you know, two months down the road when it was gone. Right. Um... Well, yeah. yeah, but still, Orinoco Adventure is my favorite boat. I don't know if they ever changed. It still drove the same way the first day I was on. I just like yep. the name more it, than anything. It absolutely crushed me when I found out that the Nile Princess became the, the second oh. Yuki, but that the Nile will always be my baby. Always. Why? Because it's fast, it has good gradient on the throttle, the That's PA is like perfect, yeah. it's yeah. everything. Well, I've and, affectionately well, nicknamed it the Nihilator. <laughs> and, and as a woman! <laughs> Dumb. Uh, well, you know the 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 changes too. First of all, I don't know why they put the PAs in the bilge. That's kind of a dumbass thing. Yeah, yep. Uh, never have understood why you put electronics in a space where there's water. It's so much water. Um, so or the fact water. that it's down at your feet, away from you. It's like unlock you this little cabinet over. and the doors hit you in the face. I won't. I won't mention who it was. I have no idea who this guy was, but I heard of a guy. And I'm not saying it was me, but I heard of a guy. <laughs> who um, was driving through, and this is a time that they didn't really use the all-ride very much. They just, you know, used radio. But with the throttle going, you know, the engine going, the your, your own talking, the ambient noise of the jungle and everything, a boat three-shot in the hippo pool. I'm not, this guy is not going to hear it in the indie queue, but can't hear the shots when they're over at the hippo pool. And the radio is down there, way away from your feet. So I went around Nile, blind corner, and uh, bumped someone oh. and got a three-day unpaid vacation for that one. <laughs> you got suspended for bumping a boat? Three days. Really? Yep. Oh, man. I didn't know they could do Why would they suspend you? I don't know. It was a time when they just... <laughs> it was a time when suspensions were rampant and... Yeah, dinosaurs <laughs> ruled the earth. <laughs> yep. Did you ever get to play uh, Jungle Police? Yes. You yeah. did? How uh, cool was that? There were a lot of things. There were a lot of things, uh, you know... Um, how, how long? By how much time did I miss that? By the way, uh, it was gone by 04. Okay, so I can it feel good been, about that yeah, one. Yeah, it had been a while for that one. So um, a lot of those went, you know, like things like throwing buckets of water off the top of Schweitzer onto rookie skips during their uh, during their uh, training. Like that didn't even happen by the time that we were. No. Not that it will ever. You said that it ever happened, but I got stuck under the explosion once at the gorilla camp. <laughs> And that was the funniest thing that's ever happened to me in my life. Like, one boat six shot because of that. Yeah, well, I don't know how I did a six shot, but it was one of those things where I was uh, may or may not have been sitting on the captain's crate texting for <laughs> that time, <laughs> and and, uh, and the boat right in front of me, we were just parked right next to each other in front of the gorilla camp, and, they triggered and the it sensor. like yeah drifted into the sensor, and I I've never jumped so high in my life. I don't know how I did jump out of the boat, but I just jump up and I look around like really disoriented. I just see white like white walls all around me, and then suddenly it's like. Ooh, and I am drenched. I just was standing there, like, what? What happened? Like, just crying. It's not really, but you know, it just just so sad. And at that same moment that that happened, another friend uh, was pulling in to move the boats and triggered Squirt and forgot and just got, you know, hit by Squirt. So when we pull back to the dock, I'm soaking wet. My boat is like two inches of water. Like, it took <laughs> on water. And the guy behind me, his shirt is all wet from Squirt. I thankfully was off, so I just like jumped out of my boat. I was like, later, suckers, and clocked out. Um, and somebody else had to clean the boat up, but I will never forget that, like, just wall of white. I thought that I had died and gone to... It was in purgatory. Like, I just uh, didn't know what was happening. <laughs> um, so, we just go into, like, favorite fun jungle stories. Oh, here we go. I've been waiting for this. <laughs> well, but wait. I'm gonna... There's a, one that I was reminded of by another skipper that I had forgotten about. Those are the best. That apparently has become a little bit of a legendary thing. <clears throat> so, I had a ton of like seven or eight year olds on the boat. It was like a, a group. Here we go. And we were, we were, um, I want to say like just after the hippo pool, you know, the skull canoe. And one of them just starts like having a reaction and gagging and threw up in the boat, bottom of the boat in the back. And within like a minute, every other little kid, there were probably 10 or 20. <laughs> Gag reaction, like just con- no. I have the worst gag reaction ever. Like I can't. If someone throws up around me, I puke. Yeah, it's just the way. Like you know, it's, I don't know why my wife thinks I should ever have children, <laughs> which is just an awful uh, concept that I would you know 
be puking all the time. No, not because you're <laughs> a skipper, and but because sickness. of this other thing. Well, oh, okay, like morning okay. sickness, and I don't want to have morning sickness and throw up every morning. Right. So, yeah. 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 So, yes, yeah, so we had... So it's hard to be a man. Luckily, yes. us ladies don't have to do So, I mean, I wanted to, like, you know, foreshot it because <laughs> medical emergency. Yeah, that's I just bring it in, and but I somehow I held it together and was coming no. to the dock, and all these kids are like, no. some of their shirts are covered in vomit. And the loaders don't know what to do yeah. to help them out. And they finally grab glo- like plastic gloves and bring them out, like from the med- from the the first aid. Why go near that? Just like, all right, you guys can get out now. Yeah, get up yourself. I'm and not no, no, you. and go wash themselves. So I have this boat that we have to pixie dust the entire thing. We just put it backstage <laughs> and hose the damn thing off. And I still like have no idea how I didn't like join Throw them up. in the circus. Of, oh, I would of have. Puke. But at least you would have known Fantasia. better enough to puke over the it side is. of the boat. Well, it's like World of Color. If they would have gone upward with it, it would have been like the Bellagio fountains oh, in the back God. of the boat. <laughs> that is awful. I have pretty bad gag so. reflexes as well. Yeah, I, I had forgotten about that, and someone reminded me of that, and I wanted to make That's sure hilarious. it hilarious. That's awesome. So, yeah, so what's what's uh, what's some good vomit moments for you guys? We have oh, a, no. a We have a vomit subculture. I don't have subculture. any. Sorry. I uh, Take it away, was Chase. guarding a Code V on parade, so I was just in the walkway, and I was standing in front of it, and I had to, like, run away and tell somebody, like, you can't, I can't. I can't do it, I'm yeah. going to add to it because I just couldn't. I'm like you. I couldn't listen or see yeah. to it. But other than that, thankfully, no vomit-related stories. Yeah. Um, well, you can tell your non-vomit-related stories oh, okay. now. That's fine. Kevin? Okay. Um, you this? Two, pretty much only two that really stand out. Both involved spiders on the boat. Yes. <laughs> because there is just something just beautifully perfect in sense of it's dark out, you're in a boat, you're a captive audience... There's a spider somewhere on the boat. No one really knows where it is for sure. But um, uh, the first one was, uh, I want to say, like, October 2010. Um, it was that night. And <laughs> by the time I get to, like, the, I want to say, like, uh, Cambodian shrine or going into the um, elephant pool, all of the response and sound that the guests were generating was completely out of sync with what I was saying. <laughs> Like if no one's listening, no one's, one. no one's, yeah, no one's, if no one's listening, no one's saying anything, and if they're responsive, they'll be, you know, in line. But but this is all like, so I don't know what's going on. I'm in the Yuki, and I, I turn around, and uh, I flick the interiors on, and from the middle bar of the Yuki, is this big, fat, hairy, orange spider, you know, legs going all nuts. Legs was, for days. Yes, and uh, it was hanging from the middle of the boat, and I realized at that moment that the screaming of the guests was in sync with the swinging of the spider as it was swinging <laughs> from from its web and you know women are screaming and like scooting over and stuff like that and everyone is freaking out and because i'm a horrible horrible person i started driving faster to take the turns <laughs> harder <laughs> and the the spider swinging everyone's going ah, 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 ah. and it was i i was crying with laughter of how funny it was that the spider is swinging around and people are screaming in la- in, and uh, S-curve was interesting because um, for all the other turns for anyone who can't picture it all the other turns are pretty gradual so the, the swinging was you know it was pretty good but nothing crazy but S-curve is very two sudden sharp turns and uh, I thought for sure that thing was going to break off and land in like some lady's top or something like that. People don't realize how big the spiders in, in the jungle oh, are. They are. I mean, they are huge, quarter to silver dollar size bodies. Oh yep. yeah, but bigger and, even. I and, mean, I have a Larry story like that. And I was I was having a great time because I was away from it. But uh, Esker, I thought for sure that was... So I told maybe about a quarter of the spiel that I was going to... And everything else was just, just laughing hysterically. Yeah. Um, I have a spider story. I had this guy sitting next to me that was on his phone the whole time just watching the uh, the score of some basketball game, like, change, you know? And it was so frustrating to me because I'm just like, dude, you can in seven minutes you can just see the score seven minutes later like it's not that big of a deal now Mercedes so, you're not the show I know apparently but neither is his phone so um, <laughs> so the, uh, suddenly thankfully I see this little spider like kind of um, crawl down between me and this guy and uh, I look at the guy and I kind of fold my arms and like oh who are you rooting for He's like, oh, whatever, Lakers, blah, blah. I was like, oh, I hope they lose. And he's like, oh, what the heck? And I, like, grabbed the web of the spider, and I was like, 
<laughs> I like held it in front of his face. I was like, well, little did you know that while you're paying attention to the game, I could save your life right now or not. And I'm like, just dangling. He's like, no, no. He's like freaking out. And I was like, so you're going to put the phone down? And he's like, yeah, okay, yeah. I was like, cool. And I like dropped the spider on the other side of the water. I remember jungle martial law. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> there was a skipper who had a whole, like, uh, bit about, all right, everyone, now uh, you can either uh, turn your cell phones off or put them in your jackets, or you can put them where I will, which will be in the water. Oh, yeah, uh, you only the, answer the call the while here. No, phones don't usually bother me unless they take actual phone calls. Oh my or God. No, no, when, but those are the best. When someone does that and then I take the phone I've away I've always them, wanted to do that, I'll but like, I did the hang up on the, on the phone call. No, no, no. Yeah. Yeah. Really? Yeah, I didn't have the calls, guts. And I would like tell them, okay, hand me your phone. And the guests, for some reason, you're an authority figure at that point. Like, they'll do they it. They don't say no. So oh, I, probably a half a dozen times at least, I would take the phone and talk to people on the mic. Oh, yeah, Jim's, uh, Jim's busy right now. He's... Uh, yeah, he's by uh, some rhinoceroses. Yeah, it's kind of a dangerous situation. Yeah. Uh, he might not be in for work on Monday. <laughs> Hang up. Or, you know, or blood-curdling scream or whatever it That's is. Funny. But, uh, yeah, no, the spiders are Spiders are awesome. Are terrifying. Another one was actually um, a couple months ago, and I drove through a spider web in the jungle. No way. Yes. Oh, How did that. you drive yes. through one? It was the was it, were web the must fir- have been were you the that first boat. I don't know, but yeah, we catch it in the face. Yeah, uh, yeah. close. That's never happened to me. I was uh, I was close to it, but it was one of those things where I, it was before after it was about the greedy gorilla, um, and um, I turned around and I just see that little shimmer move up and down <laughs> on the on the line right there. And by the time I realized what it was, I had driven into it. And so I'm speaking like into the microphone because I never take the microphone away from my face. Yeah. Whatever I am saying, that goes through to everyone, uh-huh. even if I'm just talking to someone next to me. And uh, so, well, I just drove through a spider web. I guess I've got the spider somewhere on me. And, uh, well, I don't know. I guess I'm just going to drive the boat with the spider on myself somewhere. So the river you were on, that you were on was the stream of consciousness? Uh-huh. Oh. Oh, that's, a, that's a good one. Um, a, a cute <laughs> that story. I can never no, tell. Cute, cute no, story. it wasn't. That was not a good one. Jesus. No, 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 no. The cute story, but not like a, a really funny story. But um, anyway, so uh, so I drove through a spider web. I had it somewhere on myself, I thought. And uh, these women right next to me start screaming. And and this is what I was talking about, where there's a spider on the boat, and it's dark, and no one is sure, and everyone's a captive audience, and it is so funny. And so they're screaming, and I'm like, well, where is it? It's right there! Where? Right there! Where? There! Where is there? And I'm just like, it might mean, of course, this is going through the, to the whole boat that yeah, I'm, I'm stealing this. And, and so I can't really find it, and of course I don't have a spotlight with me, but... Um, uh, that would have made it so much better, turn off all yeah. the other lights and be like, is it here? Is it here? Is it here? 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 The lid, the lid. The lid, And so... Uh, they finally pointed out to me it's on like the edge of the boat on the bar and so I flick it off into the water and I go oh hey look we're in the, the savannah so start hello <laughs> so I start spieling um, back to you know regular jungle cruise I drive through another in sea curve how do you how do you manage that's never happened to me well sorry you are a know. spider magnet yeah um, and uh, and so but that time Rudy what is going on he's being needy <laughs> you are being very needy <laughs> Um, so, but the great part about that one was, is that the spider web stuck to the boat in the front from the lantern to the chalk on the boat. So it's right there, right on the bow. And so I thought, oh man, look at this. We have another one. Everyone's like freaking out. Yeah, there's another. And so, but I thought, wait a second. There's a spider hanging off the bow of the boat. I'm in the hippo pool. And so Did I thought, you shoot it? <laughs> and so, so to get to that part, thank you, Mercedes. You're so welcome. Uh, so I think, oh, this is great. So I say to everyone, oh my gosh, wait, I know what to do. I'll save your lives. And so I set the microphone down. I take the gun out, pull the hammer back, and like execution style, line it up <laughs> right in front. And I thought, I was a little nervous because I thought, am I just going to like move it or something? So I pull the trigger point blank on the spider. Confetti everywhere. No. Just spider bits. No. And the ladies screamed right, <laughs> ladies screaming right next to me. Everyone's freaking out. This thing just like lit. And, and before, you know, it, you think like, oh, that's really sad. I mean, there's not a it's whole not lot sad. else. There's not a whole lot else that can happen. I mean, yeah. it's a boat, it's a river all around me. I can't really. It's something really else you can do with that. Also, there's a bunch of them. It's yeah, fun. and it, it, but it was absolutely hysterical. Meanwhile, the people in the back of the boat are I thinking, like, no oh, idea. it's the hippos. 
Oh. And so I'm thinking, I just saved you guys' lives. I, you know, and, and they're all going, oh, of course, yeah, because it's the hippo. So, yeah, that's fine. Everyone else up next to me is all freaking out or laughing hysterically. And, of course, I can't finish the cruise because oh, yeah. that's just too fucking funny. Uh-uh. We're, it was fantastic. We had a trainer who um, their way of teaching gun safety was they oh, would no. bring an they would bring an Oscar Mayer hot dog, and they would tape it to one of the uh, the rails on the boat and put the put the gun close to it and fire it. And the of course the hot dog sprays everywhere. And they would basically say that's your finger if you get it too close to the front of the gun. And nobody that's, that's no, brilliant. That's I really should have done that. Yeah. I should have done no, that. Nobody messed with it. Should we tell them about our pranks? Because Kevin and I worked together a lot. Oh Kevin was one of my favorite people to work with. Yeah. Because we would always just prank each other and and do horrible, awful things to each other. Um, and of course, we pissed each other off. But yeah, I think that was because we, we got we got too pranky before we really knew each other. Yeah. But it made I, thought, great I used stories. to think yeah. Kevin was an asshole. Because prank relationships have to start slowly. So you, yeah, you, they do. You know, build into knowing each right. other. Right. I used to hate Kevin's we, guts. Yeah. Because <laughs> what what happens is that if you don't know the person. They think you're doing it out of, of spite, malice, which yeah. is not the case at all. But it's no. it's um and in fact it's like a primitive primitive uh, mating ritual. It, really yeah, it has to be very careful and with the right person. Yeah, my favorite was the was the gun ammo one, which I'm awful <laughs> telling stories, Kevin. So if you want to tell the story, oh yeah, okay. So um, in the days of much pranking in the jungle, um, I would get people with wrapping the lanyard around the. Uh, per, the uh, side post on the Samson post. So there's that little thing out there. I give it one or two loops, put the gun back in the holster, so by the time you pull, pull the gun out, out it's, you, like it's right three inches. You. <laughs> and of course, the, you can't just stop the show just out of like, you can't roll with that right off the top of the... I would shoot it anyway, I didn't care. Well, yeah, but, you know, a lot of people wouldn't just go, oh, let me just untie it, and then this and that. Just like, oh, uh, the gun, uh, yeah. yeah. So, um, so that was a good one. Well, someone but- else got me with, someone else up the empty, and Put the lanyard under the front edge of the ammo this box. This is the best one. This, this is, is the best, the best one. Hilarious. And so I'm, I'm doing the cruise and everything's great, whatever. And uh, I pull the gun out. The gun pulls the <laughs> lanyard. The lan- it, It's like it, it's like a, a room Goldberg in, in its in its beauty. And so I pull the gun. Gun pulls the lanyard. Lanyard flips the uh, box of ammo and spills it it's all everywhere. over all over the bow. <laughs> Everywhere. You're yeah, talking was, about not being able to recover. You're just like, oh, it's not good. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I was just laughing. It. it was great. I'm like, just like scooping up ammo and then back like, the I don't box. even know. It's not worth it. Like, Yeah, exactly. And it was fantastic. <laughs> or another thing when your gun would get jammed and you would just like, my favorite thing to do is just pick up a handful of ammo over the box and chuck it at the hippos. Go like, away! Your mouth. Yeah. yeah. Like, watch it bounce off their little noses. <laughs> I thought fantastic. about, I didn't I didn't throw my shoes on my last boat, but I thought if I were, I would be throwing my shoes at the hippos. I didn't actually. I threw my socks. Which I know sounds really weird in retrospect, it was, but it was because I didn't want to get the lead at the time in trouble. There was like a big debacle about at that time. A lot of people were leaving and, and that's, throwing their shoes. That's and she why got in I trouble. didn't throw my shoes. Yeah, so I didn't throw my shoes out of respect for her job, but I threw my socks <laughs> and had to wear those shoes without socks on. Yeah, it was uncomfortable. Then I got someone else because someone. Uh, someone held me at load. This is Joel. So- Kevin, this is when I still hated Kevin's g- guts. Kevin made fun of me, and I was at front load, and Joel, who is a close friend of mine, was at rear load, and he was like, nobody messes with Mercedes. Uh, so Joel <laughs> held him at load, just like standing there. And like, Kevin- I'm not going to send you until you say something funny. And Kevin's and I thought, just I, I didn't so realize, mad. I didn't realize. I, like That was one of those, they, you think they're doing it out of malice when they're, I don't know, maybe they are, maybe. In that case, it sounded like Joel it, kind of was because he was mad at you for for making fun of me. So, but but uh, I mean, of course, we're all totally cool about everything right. now. Now that we all know each other better, so you know, shouldn't prank before I you kind of know. Guts, but, yeah. but yeah, so yeah, there, of course. There's uh, Mercedes and I have a love hate relationship in that we love how much we hate each other. Yes, oh, it's um, we're celebrating our one year anniversary actually of this love hate relationship. Yeah, 365 days. Oh. Oh, that's so sweet. I'm glad we could be here for that. Of him yeah, hating well, me and yeah. no, of him loving me and me hating. Which one is it? I forget. Whatever. Something. I don't know. <laughs> whatever. I hate you. Get out of my face. Yeah. All right. Whatever. So so he held me a load. but And I, and I spent the whole trip. I, 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 it was a terrible boat because the whole time I was thinking, oh, how can I get he this guy? He was so mad. I, I was like, how can I get this guy to show him, like, I am the prank king of the jungle. And so we get back. And he, he and I were boat partners. So I turn the microphone all the way down. I unplug it out of the socket just enough just so that there's bit. no continuity. Um, I load the gun, but I load it with spent shells, so it looks as though it was loaded. 
Uh, what else? And then I, I looped the lanyard around the Samson post and put the and put it under and put it under the uh, ammo box. And so too far, <laughs> way too far, way too way far. Too so far. mad. But I had a point to prove, and I did prove it. Not not the greatest, but anyway. So um, so then he gets in the boat and he doesn't hear coming at anything coming out of the microphone. He's like, "Oh, dude, you got to let him know. I need a new microphone because this isn't working." I said. Uh, why don't you say something funny? And his face changed completely. Joel is also bipolar. <laughs> and so, yeah. So, when Joel's mad, Joel is very mad. So, I, after I mess with him for a little bit, I tell him to plug it in, and he does, and it still isn't working, and he still has that face. And then uh, I tell him to go down under and change the volume, and he does. <laughs> And then I dispatch him, and he was so mad. Oh my gosh! I don't think I've ever laughed so hard though when when it happened to me that you put the you put the lanyard under my ammo box, and I lifted the thing up, and I just laughed. I just could not stop laughing. The same with me. Like, it was such so, a good prank. Like, it just, was so the phone was like, funny. "What's happening? Like, it doesn't matter." I just got really pranked, and they were. And confused. of course, every guest does not understand the. Or very, very few understand the. Oh, that actually happened. That was like off the wall or wacky. I'm not. Scripted. Yeah, it's not a bit. Yeah. Well, but it's tough because I mean, for the the guests, it's like, yeah, the whole we're, thing. We're, our continuity is an entire book, like an entire like, yeah. you know, first page to you know fiftieth chapter. They're coming in right at the red wedding, right? And yep. they have no other context except for that one chapter of the worst George R. R. Martin thing ever. <laughs> but you know, we have that entire continuity where we're you know we experiencing know, yeah. it. So you know, it, unless it just happens to be something that's funny to someone looking in from the outside, right? Yeah. Well, that's like what happened when. One of my last things that I did before I left. my dream was to sit on the top of Schweitzer Falls and wave at the boats. That's like my dream. So one of my last days, I made that dream come true for myself. And the thing was, I had coordinated with another skipper friend of mine that when the Yuki came around, he was going to be in it, and we would wave at each other and be fine, so that like neither of us would get in trouble. So crossover happened, and I wasn't aware of that. And you know, I the boat before the Yuki comes by, and so I like jump on Schweitzer. I sit down. I like dangle my feet over the edge. I'm just so excited and ready to go. And I start waving. And I see a different skipper. And at that point, it's just like, what do I do? Like, what do you do? I can't leave. I have to commit. Yeah, so I just like, they just sit up there just waving. And thankfully, it was this old senile guy that I don't think even noticed me. The rest of the boat waved and thought it was great, you know. (laughs) I think it's a great show. I think that's hilarious. But thankfully, the skipper didn't see me. And then I've never ran so fast in my life. I, like, got up and sprinted and clocked out and then just ran. Like, I ran to my car. You did that on the clock? Yeah. (laughs) What? <laughs> well, you know, no. That way, if she falls, she's covered by workers' comp. Oh, good point. See, good point. If she point. punched out and had fallen, oh, she would have no, no there you go. That's, so. that's planning. Yeah, it's I'm good really safety. Smart. It's good safety. I think the, I think the the um, the biggest one for people don't know that this was not supposed to happen is when, um, again, for those of you who don't know, um, the squirting elephant comes up with a real squirt and then it comes up with a fake squirt, and as a skipper, you always expect that. So there are those very, very few times that the skirt will come up fake, which means the next one is real. What? You're looking at me like no, I'm crazy. Yeah. You've never you've never had that happen? I've had it where it's been triggered earlier, and so you see him come up before you get there, and you're like, oh no, is he going to squirt me when I get there or not? Is that yeah. what you're referring to? Uh, where like a duck or something flies by, it triggers the sensor, maybe, and then you're coming yeah, by, maybe, so you're maybe, like, crap, is yeah, he going to stay down or is he going to squirt me? I, I think it's also where the elephant might have been on like automatic for a while if they had problems with it. But seeing, you, you, always, you know, anyone will always see the real squirt and then the fake one. So you see the fake one, you're just like, uh-oh. Oh, oh, uh-oh. yeah, 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 I know what you is mean. This, on deadheads, that, yeah. every single deadhead Dead, in my oh, life. No, or, or with guests. I mean, with guests. I've had yeah. it happen several times with guests. You're like, uh-oh. Yeah, and so it comes up fake, and you're like, uh-oh, is this going to be something? And seeing it come up again and trying to convey to people who have seen it you know, a million times this, oh, I'm, you know, I'm not kidding, it's going to spray. No, I'm just kidding. And trying to convey, I'm really I'm not kidding. I'm really, and everyone's like, ha, 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 ha. <laughs> You're like the boy who cried squirt. Yeah, yep. <laughs> absolutely. So, it's really, and everyone gets sprayed. It's so, yeah, no, it's that whole, uh, the wetness thing. I'm amazed that more guests don't get bent out of shape about it. That's yeah. true. But it's funny because they'll go on Splash or Grizzly and they'll be totally happy with, you know, 
all of the, the getting wet experience, but somehow when it's 30 degrees out in December, they're not as happy with it. I yeah, don't understand. I don't get it either. Yeah. Or like when it's or raining like when they're not and they only want to sit in the center grades and you cannot convince them to sit on the sides because the seats are wet. Uh, I mean, in that case, you uh, just hold the boat. It doesn't matter. No, yeah, you, that's not our, our, <laughs> boat, our boat capacity drops to seven. You, you, can, you convince them to sit on the From sides yeah. because you know you can take the, cur- the, the turns hard. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. And once the water I had this poor, this poor group of Australians, they were so nice and it was just pouring. I mean, torrential. And my boat, like the awning was such that it didn't go right over the front corner. It was just like barely there. So it filled up with water. And this whole cruise, they're kind of getting like slowly drip, dumped on. Drip, But like not even drips. It was, it was a constant <laughs> like slow stream. And he has this little, this little poncho on and they are not having a good time. You just see their face. They're just miserable. And I hit a turn a little bit too hard. And the whole awning just dumps on this kid. <laughs> and he just goes, is this right over yet? And I go, yep. And I just fall into the dock. I was like, nobody is having a good time. Like, I, I still one of my favorite stories is the the um, ticket booth cast member back when they saw ticket booths in the front before DCA mm-hmm. uh, on a rainy day was asked, uh, "Is it raining inside the park?" No, yeah, that's not real. That's oh real. my god. Um, or you know my favorite, when, the when jungle guests, water. In the, <laughs> oh yeah, is the is the water real? No, it's a. It's a we're on ice skates. Like I don't no, understand. No, no, no. You, you didn't tell them that you we have to go in multiple times a day and pour in buckets of dried water. Yeah, we yeah. have to replenish it with buckets of dried water all during the day. So, or and, and one day our, our H's and O's were totally off the mixture, it and then everybody all the boats melted. O's. Yeah, yeah. Um, or my f- other favorite is when guests don't want to sit in a sunny patch at load, and I'm like, the boat moves. Like, it's not going to be... We don't sit here and I don't just tell you a story. Like, that's not the ride. And they get so <laughs> yeah, I don't mad wanna, I, I don't want to sit on this side of the boat. It's sunny. And I'm like, well, it's... Do you see inside... You can see inside the rainforest how it is covered and shady. And also, like, you move. They would get so mad when I was... Yeah, I don't want to sit on this side of the boat. The view and of the dock. Like, oh, this person's petting me. I'm going to go. <laughs> yeah, no. Rudy's a loyal only to is me. He, is he royal? 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 I don't know if he's royal, but he's loyal. Sorry. My mouth. I don't know. He acts We'll only be royals. Lord, too soon? Yeah. Apparently. So, um, another thing we always like to have the fun discussions of, because we do work in a place that we uh, did work in a place, that uh, there's a lot of celebrities who come through. Ah, yes. And we always like to hear our celebrity stories. I haven't done this as much lately, but, you know, I like to put that out there. Did you have any interactions that you would like to have, you know, burned into electronic uh, history? So, um, if you guys know who Patrick Warburton is... Nope. Um... <laughs> Do you not really? Nope. Oh, have you seen Ember's New Groove? Uh, more nope. importantly, have you, oh, yeah, yeah, have yeah, you yeah. been on Soaring Over California? Yeah. Oh, that guy. Yeah. All right, yeah. I don't know names. Power to Soar. I know, I know me neither, right. but I happen to know Patrick Warburton's name because I love him, and he's in a lot of things, and he just seems he's he was, very funny. And apparently the tick is coming back. Apparently he's he, uh, right. He's executive producing a new oh, season right. of the tick for the tick. Amazon or Netflix. Whatever. Yeah. Um, so Patrick Warburton is one of my favorite celebrities, and I don't have, like, celebrity loves, but yeah. he is one of them. So I... Am on the jungle cruise and he gets on without a plaid it's like him and his son and um, it's just this guy with a cap on and he leans over to his son cap yes <laughs> and so he leans over to his son and he's like look son my name's somewhere carved somewhere in this boat and he's referring to the pat with the heart you know the heart of pat and uh and i look over and i was like oh your name's pat too just like completely innocent he's like looks at me he's like yeah my name's pat and I just sit there for about two seconds until my face just goes oh <gasps> And I couldn't say anything or do anything because I'm trying to not be that person. But I was just the whole crew's like just like staring, and I'm like Patrick Warburton is on my boat, and I love him so much. Oh my god! Oh my! I like I purposely like would touch him. <laughs> I like put my oh. knee right next to his knee. And be like oh, are we? T-? I'm so sorry. There was there was a there was a female skipper during my generation who was known for accidentally falling in the laps of hot guys that were seated in the front of the boat. She would take curves a little too much, and she'd like kill the throttle and like fall oh, into the. Oh, I'm, yeah, I'm falling. Um, I'm yeah. falling and I can't get up. Yeah. Uh, Life well, alert. Guess I just gotta drive. Just drive a boat like this. Uh, Warburton's awesome. He's, I love him. Yeah. I absolutely love him. So the fact that he not only made a pageant reference on my boat, but I got him. It was just the best day of my life. And at the end of the cruise, I was like, I just want to let you know that I think you're great and you make me laugh very much. And he's like, thank you. Have a great day. And like shook my hand. I was like, I will. He, did, he, he just did the whole lines from Soren. Right? Oh, and, man. And there's he's that, there's that, thurl, there's that Thurl's Ravenscroft uh, spiel of the Jungle Cruise. I think he should do the Jungle Cruise too. Jungle Cruise spiel. The, the, the Thorl Raven, Ravenscroft yeah, did an yeah. audio recorded. Oh, whoa, 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 whoa. okay, yeah. okay. Yeah. Nah, that would be great. No, Warburton would be great doing it. Did you guys see um, 
Have you seen the last two weeks of The Simpsons? Maybe it was not no. the last one, the two before. So they did uh, a, another crest, another uh, Itchy and Scratchy Land episode that had all kinds of Disney digs, but then they did a Disneyland, and there was a Soren over Springfield. Shut up. No, and they, they they did not pull punches on Disneyland. They were gouging. Oh, I man. Mean, it was some of them. Uh, go, Unabashed. Go, meanwhile, just, meanwhile go Universal's getting ideas for uh, their... Right? Oh, yeah. it's, their they, Simpsons, right? They were, they were kicking them right squarely yeah. between the legs. It South was, Park style? Oh, it was... It was <laughs> I was watching it. Well, first of all, that, that episode was split into two parts where the second half was one of the worst things I've ever seen on The Simpsons. Oh, bummer. Because they, they took their concept for the second Simpsons movie, and then which was never going to get made. It was an alien abduction thing. Oh. So Kang and Kodos were on the show, but not on a Halloween episode. Oh. Uh, but the first half was some of the most genius satire I've seen yeah. in The Simpsons in decades. Fantastic. But the, the second half was one of the worst episodes. So, yeah, it, it's a good... Uh, uh, good one to catch. go back on Hulu and, and <laughs> Disney people will get the extra laugh out of it. Do you want to hear my least favorite celebrity uh, yeah, no, story? No, no, no yeah. Any, uh, anyone you want to dig because into? Because this was Does one that make of my it good that it's your least favorite. Yeah, awesome. because I was I've never been so angry in my life. I had this boat with a plaid, and it's like these five people, and they wanted a private boat, which by the way, Patrick Warburton did not request because he's an awesome person. Um, but these like five people decided that they had to have a private boat because everybody's going to recognize them. And I'm looking, and I'm like, I don't know who any of these stupid people are. And the whole crew is they're standing up, and I'm telling them to sit down. And they keep standing up, and they just aren't listening. They're talking to each other. So I was just like, why are you even on this? Like, I hung up the mic. I was like, fine, I'm just going to drive back to the dock. So we finally get to the dock, and uh, and I'm I'm like, I literally was like, get out. Like I was angry about it, <laughs> and that was like the only thing I said to them. Turn around, start reloading my boat. And this this older lady comes up to me and like touches me on the back. She's like, do you know who you just had in your boat? And I was like. No, and I also don't care because I was so mad. And she was like, "Oh, well, that gentleman." She points to some guys like, "Who the guy in the Hawaiian shirt?" And she's like, "No, the other one." And I was like, "Okay, what about him?" He's like, "Well, that's my grandson. He's the voice of Flick from Bugs Life." And I was just like, <laughs> "You've got to be kidding!" I was so mad. I was like, "Fantastic, get out of my boat!" Like I was, no, I've no, never no, been no, so isn't angry. Isn't that uh, uh, Dave? I don't care who he is. <laughs> he was a hall. jerk. He was know. the worst human being, and him and his family. And it was just like. I couldn't believe that the, you can't have a voice Dave actor Foley. request. Isn't it Dave Foley? I don't know. You can't have a voice actor request a private boat. Like it was but just it's not, he was on Kids in the Hall. I don't know. I don't know that movie. No, no, Kids in the Hall. TV in the show? Hall. No. Wow. <laughs> at, this, at this point, I am. Uh, no, it, it was basically one of the biggest underground comedy things that was Saturday Night Live parallel, but Canadian. And oh. Yeah, a lot of stuff. I mean, that was huge at the time. So anyway, go back watch. Uh, I'll send you YouTube videos. Okay, okay. But yeah, I'm sure it was Dave Foley, so... Yeah, well... Uh, but it doesn't surprise jerks. me, because I'm pretty sure he probably is a jerk. Oh but. my god. Worst person ever. Kevin, yeah. do you have celebrity stories? Not really, no. Kevin doesn't recognize celebrities. I have that problem, too. I don't People would be like, did you just... I talked to Travis Barker for like 20 minutes and had no clue. He was at the exit of Big Thunder Mountain, and I'm just chatting, he's not in line or anything, and I'm like, oh, ask him about his tattoos or whatever, and some girl walks up and she's like, excuse me, can I take a picture with him? I was like, Why? No, you know, I'm like, who are you? It's like, that's Travis Barker. And I look up and I was like, what? He's like, yeah. <laughs> like, oh. And no, go away. You can't have a picture with him. And he was so nice. Like, Travis was totally down to earth, just chatting it up and waiting for his family to get off of, of Thunder Mountain. And I blew it, like I do with every celebrity, because I have no clue. Yeah. <laughs> Nor do I really care. I have that, I have that celebrity invisible thing where yeah, I just don't even. Here. There's very few people who would have uh, had enough impact for me that, mm. you know. Yeah. That it would have been worthwhile. I would so. lose my shit over Andy Samberg and Chris Pine, probably. <laughs> Chris Pine's my celebrity crush. Other than that, don't care. Have you seen uh, Into the Woods yet? No! I was uh, in Into the Woods. I was Baker's wife in Into the Woods, and I saw him. Yeah, no, it. the Chris Pine one. He, he actually. Uh, Did he kill it? Steals that moment. Yeah, Good. He really just Good, I'm tears glad. it up. That's my boy. So. <laughs> Chris Pine, if you're listening. Yeah, we'll get your phone. <laughs> um. Because yeah, because we have so many listeners. Apparently, know. especially yeah, celebrity listeners. I don't know, you never know. Yeah, well, like you know, the, we might get a uh, a little boost. Can we like hashtag somewhere. him in this? And sure, I will hashtag him on. Uh, yes, I will. Chris Pine, please find me. I'll uh, I'll make sure he knows he's mentioned in this episode. Okay. We love you, Chris. <laughs> please be uh, shirtless, though. I have standards. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, sorry here. What? Uh, well, I think we're we're kind of getting close to the the, the two hour split in two episodes mark uh, now. Oh man, that's a long time. Yeah, that's a lot. So I'll, I'll do some creative editing. But 
uh, if there are any other either shout-outs to current past people you wanted to say thanks to, or, you know, oh, this is a good time, if, you know, if you want to have a personalized message at the end, or <laughs> Rudy, come here. plug your new project. I don't know. Uh, Wrong yeah, kind of show. Yeah, I was like, I mean, I could plug the fact that I nah, train dogs, but that's not a thing. Yeah. I don't want to do that. Um, so, no, I don't know. I yeah, don't or any other stories. I, mean, I, I want to give you the chance to uh, you know throw anything else in that you might want to before we wrap it up. Um, I guess as far as shout-outs go, um, I want to mention the three skippers I think that um, were most influential in my development was um, Jerry York, Kip Hart, and Jack Curlin. And the reason I mention them is because Jerry York kind of taught me he gets a lot of razz for you know standing in the shipping office and, and tapping a pencil but that's exactly um, what you should do exactly in that he he understood the jungle enough to not become over involved with it that it that it's not something that you micromanage yeah exactly that you kind of with the exception of like the really out there things that hey you know don't do that mm. he kind of let it do its thing because that's how jungle functions best is that you know everyone is watching out for everyone else is not just one person um yeah kip hart to teach me that you don't need a really high energy boat to give a really memorable cruise and jack curlin because of his ability to show me how important it is to have fun with it yep that you have fun with it and the guests will have fun with it and also by having fun with it it lets you not burn out so easily yeah. that you can last longer shifts because of your own enjoyment. It's not just a ride. You don't just staff it. That it is something that you have fun with, even that you know you have fun with it, and then the guests have yeah. fun with it because of that. So yeah, Jack, Jack, um, it is I think one of the best totally OG people. He is to the letter OG, and he does a great job with it. Um, and just there's something about he he's able to pull off the OG side uh, without having to do anything. Off of it. He Original really, gangster or no 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 oh, okay operating oh. guidelines oh gotcha so <laughs> I know they've changed it now it's it's uh, no it's, it's, it's a solo G okay because yeah. uh, it was it was uh, it was L O G for a while <laughs> they've changed the acronyms L O L Disney changes their acronyms just yeah. to, to mess with people there's a whole department of acronyms at Disney that I want to work right. in you know the, I don't know if you're serious or not because I can't tell <laughs> there's definitely a department of acronyms yeah department right? it's the D O A you don't know what the D O A <laughs> yeah it's the D O A that's why you don't know that it's the Department of Acronyms, because their acronyms are so good. Right. Uh, Which is, you know, what you can want and expect out of an acronym department. So. Um, but no, definitely, yeah, Kip, Kip taught me that it's okay to not be a soldier. Um, you know, some, some people are meant to do certain things at the resort, and some people are meant to follow, and others are meant to um, break the mold and maybe never move up because of that. But enjoy your time and like who you are. Because uh, it's, you know, a thing, too, that I think people lose sight of. They, they want so badly to reach this goal that they forget who they are, and then they hate themselves for it. And even when they do reach their goal, they're they're upset because now they're not themselves. And, and not I'm glad that I never lost yeah. sight of who I was. And I think Kevin, you didn't either. And, yeah, it may have taken you longer than other people, but you got there your way and mm-hmm. and without losing who, who you are. And, and kept, you know, I didn't want trainer thing. for the power of being in the title yeah yeah. the title and stuff for me that was one more way to kind of help newer skippers get it what the jungle cruise is and that was that was my goal that's what i wanted and that i didn't need it took me a while to get trainer but it didn't really matter because you know i wanted um more people to to really see what it was and i kind of became known as like the guy who would only do Safari, and it's like, oh my gosh, that's all Kevin does. No, what I said was, is I take, I make it a point to take my trainees on Safari because I want to show them how special it is and see. Nobody from a else gets to go into their yeah. attraction. Yeah, it's like not a thing. I mean, it used to be for. I mean, there was a big uh, push during like the early aughts where they would have like field trips after hours where Jungle would go to Mansion and have a full operating tour of Mansion. So, yeah, and it was so great to have the. It, it didn't hurt the magic at all. It actually no. made it better. I got it to was... do that on Tower, and it was one of the coolest things I've oh, ever Tower's done in my amazing. life. Because at that point, the magic is creating the magic. And I know yes. that sounds like really like brainwashed and stuff, but I get so much out of what I do that that is the magic. In fact, yeah, that's why I never... Finding out how things work. Yeah, just... I, never, I never really go into the park um, because I get so much out of... Uh, well, now yeah, I get yeah. so much of what I did 
um, right. that I wouldn't really want to go in the park, not because I didn't like it as much as just I got so much out of it by what I do. And as being a trainer, having other people see, you know, that other angle. And, you know, and even if you don't have the title of trainer, there's certain skippers that, you know, that were looked up to and seen as that anyway. More so than certain trainers. Like, people mm-hmm. would come up to you or for guidance and ask you stuff because they could tell. Like, people would just see and know that that's what you're doing. And that was my one of my favorite things about Jungle was just being so good at it that it was something that was just part of me. Like, you know, flipping track switches while you're doing something else and chatting and pranking but also listening to the boats and knowing where they are in the jungle and here intercepting radio calls whatever just all of that having at the same time but it became so fluid and part of you that it was it was a blast like, yeah and it wasn't it wasn't like stressful. goofing off to you know for the sake of disregarding other things or at the expense of disregarding other things is that you got so good at the operation you you just did it automatically that that is what allowed you to have fun right. and goof off was finding all those moments in between yeah and you know I never I never shook the goofball kind of doesn't really nope. take his job seriously as far as the operational you know things go but what it really was about for me was that you get so good at it and become so knowledgeable and so dependable that it allowed for some of that for other play. Yeah, yeah exactly and and the guests love it the guests love seeing you on the catwalk you know just being silly or um, you know, sitting in the punishment chair, which we got taken away from us, or you know, just doing just doing things that skippers would do. That's yeah. what I think that the jungle crew should be like. I still insist that there should be a hammock hanging up between the tree by the bridge, so that we could just take naps in, or we should be seen throughout the jungle, like just doing stuff, like in the gorilla camp, like but, shaking our fists in the air. That like, is why kind is of, that, that is kind of the strange thing about about the jungle cruise experience is that. We're in boats taking people out, but you never see other jungle cruise skippers in their natural environment. You should. I think yeah, that there that's, should be, there should that's be, there why should I be think a scene. There should be a scene. Sitting break on the top room. of Schweitzer <laughs> waving is great show. <laughs> we need an, uh, so you were saying they need an animatronic Mercedes. No, no, no. Well, real, I think that skippers, their task should be to okay. go to the jungle, go on safari, and like do stuff. Like, be a skipper. Like, that should be your task. Like, go bathe with Bertha. I don't for know, a long whatever. time, hey, for years, I pushed for us to be able to go up into the infirmary and take naps in the cot because it would be perfectly themed. We have sleeping sickness. Yeah. We have malaria. Whatever. Yeah, you know, Sit just in the go dispatch office yeah. and, like, present a dispatch right. boat. Whatever. Yeah. All right. Well, before I should wrap up, I, I do have to take him, by the way, uh, your, your final prank in leaving the resort. Uh, the measles thing, hilarious. So good. I just want to let you know that you rocked it. That, now that all of Adfront has measles, that's a real thing. I just want you to yeah. thank, thank you for letting that loose. <laughs> there was a little bit of splash damage with uh, having a few of the cast He put it in it, the but, water. Yeah, yeah, I don't yeah, know if yeah. you guys knew. Yeah. And he put it in the jungle water. It's I told, great. well, that's why you shouldn't drink the jungle water, but, yeah. you know. They did Whatever. it anyway. Now we know who drinks from uh, the river. Now we can now we can make connect the dots jokes with oh. her. Oh. oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Well, thanks for being my first people of 2015. Oh, that's a lot of pressure. <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> well, not after you know. This is so much. Pr- I feel thank you so for being my pressure. last people. My last people in January. You're is that welcome. Better? I don't yes. know. Yeah. I thought you were say last people ever. First. Like we, we this episode. No. Just I'm gonna kill him right now. Is that not why we're here? Oh. As soon as I as soon as I get last, I think. I'll be done. If I, once I get John on the show, it'll oh. just, I'll be done. That's it. Uh, you know, I don't John Lasseter, Bennett was a skipper for a long. He was know, a skipper I with really us. Want to get Bennett He's a very sh- nice man, Bennett. You're I'm, a very nice I man. I met Bennett and on the <laughs> He's dock. He's so nice. But he had, he, would, he had listened to the podcast when I, it was like the second season. And he well, actually, Bennett is a retired skipper. No, no, you no, could I interview him. No, I, I would love to, but I don't have connections to get. Oh. I don't. I don't know people who know him. Well, to push you're looking the, at okay. them. I really when I met him, it was it was great. I in fact, I know I've never met John. I always met Bennett. Yeah. I, 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 I took John out John. in the jungle at one oh, point, and cool. uh, it was right when he was taking over the animation side of things. That's and, cool. Uh, he, we did the one trip, and he said, "I'm totally OG." He's like, "That's great." Now take me around and tell me the jokes. He is somebody out. who was a skipper and gets and, it. And, and he, I took a second trip, and I told him all of the uh, the jokes mm-hmm. I normally did. So that was a That's it was excellent. a magical moment. So yeah. that I'm sure he doesn't remember. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> too real. He may be a little bit busy right now. Uh, so. Whatever. No, Hi guys. Not. Well, thanks a bunch. And, hey, thank you. Uh, All right, thank we'll you. Down and uh, to everyone else. I'm trying to think about. Do you have like a sign-off to... slogan or anything? No, I do the Kungaloosh, which is the Adventurers Club slogan. Um, the Adventurers Club was a, a thing in Orlando. It was part of the downtown Disney thing there, and it was a um, a bar that was like a bar slash tiki room slash musical theater, and they had like <laughs> rooms that had like rooms rooms. <laughs> I have a speech impediment. Fuck you. So. <laughs> 
but then they had like this room that was like all the treasures they brought back and some of them were animated and there was a, uh, a genie head where it was like someone in a different room's head was showing up they had uh, this place sounds this, like an acid yeah, no 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 it's, it's, it's an amazing what is this Heflumps and Wizzles but, well but but basically well because they served alcohol but it was people, oh that explains it but there it was people go. telling Jungle Cruise level jokes okay uh, so their big thing they had a club slogan and they had people sing along and so like a company sponsored skipper yeah. stand up oh yeah it, it, what it, it, but it was, and they had full musical theater productions as part of this and so like Golden Horseshoe Review meets TV yeah, Room meets it is. Skipper exactly Stand Up with alcohol Oh, um, meets Trader Sam's. Meets Trader Sam's. So, and actually, there's there's you're saying part, like they're saying that like there's skippers, but without alcohol well, ever. But, yeah. I mean, well, yeah, I was drunk every shift. You weren't. Yeah. But there's oh, well, actually I mean. artifacts <laughs> that are in Trader Sam's were from the Adventurers Club. Oh. A lot of the stuff was brought over when they closed. Um, but they used to sign off their big um, like drinking thing when they would drink, and as a toast, they would say Kungalooch. And there was a little hand gesture you did with it. And so I've tried to keep that alive. And at the end of all the shows. I just wish what everyone. What does it mean? Kungaloosh, It's kind of a. Uh, uh, it's kind of a cheers meets you know. Aloha. Aloha. Salute. I mean, but it's just the way that other members of the Adventures Club. Because when you went to the club, you would get um, brought in and made a, be made a member. Oh. So as a member, you would do the official drinking, uh, you know, slogan to everyone else as part of a, a group drink. And uh, so I, I just try to carry that on and do a kungaloosh at the end of uh, the I like episode. That. I haven't explained that. I, I don't <laughs> think I've ever. I think I may have at one point, but I don't think I for a long it's a time. Good thing I ask a lot of yeah. wise. <laughs> so it's always good. Always never never lose your curiosity oh. or your bright Daddy's eyes and stay young forever. That's what I'm saying. Stay young forever. You think my eyes are bright? Oh, oh my gosh. yeah. <laughs> anyway, so <laughs> <laughs> like the singer or like. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, no, no, like total eclipse of the heart. Turn around, bright eyes. Oh, that's oh, okay. Yeah, that's my that's my karaoke that song. Is, by is the it? way, yeah, good one. Yeah. So, Kevin, do you have a karaoke song? Uh, no. Okay. Nope. All right. Also, so, Ice Ice Baby. Ice Ice. No, that's a great one. Uh, I kill love, it. love Shack. Yeah. Uh, but uh, uh, Squirrel Nut Zippers Hell is mine. What? The the, the band Squirrel Nut Zippers. Oh, yeah, they do a song called Hell, which is amazing at karaoke. So. Good. I'd like to hear it. All right, guys. So here we go. Uh, thanks, everyone. First episode. I think this is uh, number 86 uh, is in the books. Uh, Kungaloosh, everyone. We'll see you soon. Kungaloosh. Move it up.